This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What's the vibe, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Running Off the Screen presented by Raptors Republic. I'm the man they call Mac. We are a week removed from the NBA schedule release, and our Toronto Raptors are thankfully scheduled back in Toronto. This is the season we reestablish ourselves as the best fan base in the NBA, and also a season where we see Kyle Lowry settle into the visitor locker room of the Scotiabank Arena for the first time in about a decade. A moment that will no doubt be extremely emotional, Thursday, February 3rd, 2022, the most accomplished player in franchise history returns. I'm not sure how the algorithm works, but I wish the schedule makers Put the Heat game versus the Raptors as the home opener. You know, having Lowry begin the season in Toronto, even as a visitor, would make a great story and would be a nice sign of respect knowing that he played an entire season away from home. And also seeing him match up against his protege Fred uh, to kind of solidify the changing of the guard would have been a great opening week headline. Another important date on the schedule is Sunday, November 7th, 2021, where the mighty Brooklyn Nets enter Toronto to give our team the toughest test at that point of the season, obviously. And then we face LeBron and the Lakers in March, twice in March, actually, um, and at home March 18th in 2022. I'm, I'm sure by that time of the season... The Lakers would have already dipped into the buyout market, and it's going to be interesting to see what product they have on the floor. Now, looking at the schedule, I don't really see an easy five-game stretch for the Raptors. I was hoping to see maybe a stretch of uh, Houston, Orlando, OKC, Minnesota, San Antonio, and Sacramento, that kind of thing, but it is what it is. Our longest homestand is seven games. It stretches from late November to mid-December, where we face the Boston Celtics, Memphis Grizzlies, Milwaukee Bucks, Washington Wizards, OKC Thunder, New York Knicks, and then the Sacramento Kings. Our longest road trip is six games, and it happens twice. Uh, The first stretch was from mid-November to late November, uh, where we face Portland, Utah, Sacramento, Golden State, Memphis, and then Indiana. Uh, and then our second six-game stint on the road is early March to mid-March, where we face Cleveland, San Antonio, Phoenix, Denver, then the Lakers, Clippers, to end it off. But going back to the beginning of the season, 
and the beginning of the schedule, I guess, are for our Raptors. I would like to do an early breakdown of the maybe the first three games by individual matchups and then predict our record. On October 20th, the first game of the season, is up, it's up against the revamped Washington Wizards. The Wizards will come into the year with a more balanced attack than last season. Uh, at least that's how it looks on paper. A dynamic backcourt and bench pieces who have been proven scorers in the league when given an opportunity would be a great first test for our team. Using ESPN's NBA depth charts for reference, let me line up the rotations in a head-to-head -head positional battle and just try to forecast the results. First matchup is Fred Van Vliet versus Spencer Dimwitty. Uh, in my eyes, I see these two canceling each other out. Last time Dimwitty was on the court for over 60 games, in I think in the 2019-2020 season, he was able to be a consistent 20-point scorer. Fred Van Vliet is more than capable as a defender, but I can see these two putting up a similar production and impact in this particular game. Gary Trent Jr. versus Bradley Beal. Uh, I'm giving the nod to Beal in this matchup for obvious reasons. He can score with the best of them. Uh, he will be a handful, especially having fresh legs in the first game of the season. OG Ananobi versus Kyle Kuzma. ESPN has Kyle Kuzma starting at small forward, but I can see them putting Caldwell Pope in the starting lineup instead, giving Kuzma a chance to be the focal point of the offense for the second unit. Uh, but either way, no matter who starts at that spot, I think OG wins this battle. I saw a short clip the other day of OG working on dribbling and his handle looked cleaner, uh, tight and more fluid than it did in the past. I know anyone can look great in a 20 second clip, but it is still encouraging to see. If he can get that handle to a respectable level, he can be a borderline all-star. Being able to break down a defender off the dribble with his size, strength and athleticism will make him very scary. Next matchup is Barnes versus Ruri Hachimura. Um, they have Pascal starting here, but we know he's hurt. So second in line is Scotty Barnes. I can see Nick Nurse possibly starting Boucher in the starting lineup here for at least this game. I think Ruri is underrated and will have a great season. This matchup is tough to call because on one end, Barnes is a rookie without any NBA experience, but on the other end, we know how much Barnes can feed off the energy of the home crowd and put out a great performance filling out the stats, uh, the stat sheet. I'll give the edge to Barnes in this matchup. Rui will probably put up more points, but as far as overall game and impacting the game, making winning plays, I give the edge to Barnes. Next matchup we have is Birch versus Montrez Harrell. Uh, they have Harrell starting, but I'm guessing Thomas Bryant would be in this spot if healthy. I remember in a game a couple years ago, uh, Orlando versus Clippers, Ken Birch was guarding Harrell, and Harrell bullied his way to the basket, knocking Birch down and then scoring the layup. 
and then he stepped over him like Iverson did over Lou. I don't want that image to cloud my decision, and I'm trying to be unbiased, but uh, I'll still give the slight edge to Harrell in this matchup. As far as the benches go, I can see a bench of Flynn, possibly Dragic, maybe Yuda, Boucher, and Achua outworking and just out defending a team of Aaron Holiday, KCP, Avdia, or Kispert, Bertans, and Gafford. So I'll give that to the Raptors. The score tally in this matchup, we're looking at it's three to Toronto, two to Washington, and one tie. So if we're going off of this, Toronto wins this game. They're going one and oh. Game two is February twenty uh, second in Boston versus the Celtics. Uh, matchup one, we have Fred Van Vliet versus Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder has a lot to prove after turning down that big contract and and having it just backfire. But Fred also has a lot to prove. This this is his first season um, without his mentor Kyle Lowry by his side. I will give this matchup to Fred. I think the continuity will play a factor in a game where we probably will see a, a chess match. Gary Trent Jr. versus Marcus Smart. Smart's IQ on the defensive end is elite. Generally, you would see Smart guarding Fred, giving Gary an opening for for a, a, a lighting up the scoreboard, um, having a productive game, but. To keep it uh, matchup based, focusing on just the shooting guard position, Marcus Smart wins this matchup. Not by much, but he does impact the game in so many ways, it's just tough to ignore. We have OG versus Jalen Brown. The type of player Jalen Brown has become on the offensive end these past two seasons is kind of what. Raptors fans hope OG will blossom into. With that said, I will give this matchup to Jalen Brown. This is a Raptors-focused channel, so I don't want to go deep into the analytics on these opposing players. Long story short, Jalen Brown is a better overall player at the moment. We have Scotty Barnes versus Jason Tatum. This is probably Barnes' welcome to the NBA moment. Tatum takes this matchup. I really hope I'm wrong. Barnes shuts him down and makes a name for himself early on. I hope that happens. Actually, I'm, I hope I'm wrong about all these matchups not going the Raptors' way. But even so, I need to do my best to be realistic. Birch versus Horford. Hor- Horford is back in Boston. And the little time he played in OKC last season, I think it was 28 games, he proved he can still produce. He should be in a new system in Boston from what he was accustomed to, but I I still give him the edge in this matchup versus Cam Birch. With the benches, this is very close, uh, very close race, but my gut is saying the Raptors will slightly take this one, especially if Dragic is still around and he's locked in and playing his heart out to up his trade value. We're not entirely sure he will be here by then, 
uh, but we shall know by maybe early October. But at this moment, we will assume he will be here and this gives the Raptors bench the win. As far as the score totals go, uh, the matchup wise, I guess, Toronto has two matchup wins. Boston has four. <sighs> That's a loss for the Raptors. We start the season one and one. Third game of the season will be Saturday, October 23rd. Back in Toronto versus the Dallas Mavericks. First matchup here, we got Fred Van Vliet versus Luka Doncic. Nick Nurse will draw up defensive schemes to slow down Luka. However, there's not many head-to-head matchups in the NBA I would pick over Luka, right? So therefore, I will hand the Luka the victory here. Gary Trent Jr. versus Tim Hardaway Jr. The battle of the juniors. This is where our wings will go off on the offensive end. I'm looking for Gary Trent to eclipse the 25 point mark in this game. For that reason, I'm giving this one to Gary Trent Jr. Like I just said, in the OG Ananobi versus Finney Smith matchup, our wings will go off. OG Ananobi should display a full array of offensive skills he developed over the offseason. Finney Smith is a good role player, but OG takes the matchup 10 times out of 10. Barnes versus Przingis. When locked in, Przingis is a tough cover. I don't think Barnes faced a player like Przingis before. Like, it should be a great learning opportunity for the rookie. I'll say Przingis wins this matchup, though. We have Kem Birch versus Dwight Powell, the, the Canadian bigs matchup. They have had a similar impact on the court for their respective teams, at least prior to Birch coming to Toronto. Now with the Raptors, Kem Birch's game has opened up and they showcased his strengths and his supposed weaknesses like three-point shooting have shown promising development. This is why I take Birch in this matchup. Comparing the benches, I've never been a fan of Dallas's roster structure and cap management. So I don't see their bench outperforming the Raptors bench. So that's an easy win for us there. Raptors win 4-2 as far as matchups go, leaving us with a 2-1 record. Pretty solid start. Obviously, we hope they go undefeated in these games. Man, it was really tough to be neutral when breaking down these games. Uh, but yeah, please let me know what you thought. Do these seem accurate? Um, what would you change? And I just hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you again next week. And please remember to like, subscribe, and raise the vibe. Peace.